Poole Couch Podcast is a weekly conversation with Dr. Lakeitha Poole, a licensed professional counselor in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, about all things mental health and personal growth. The Emerald Couch Podcast is the go-to pop site dialogue for self-help, good laughs, and real talk. This podcast is not meant to be a substitute for seeking support from a licensed mental health professional and is for educational and entertainment purposes only. For more information about counseling and therapeutic services, or for assistance in connecting with a therapist in your area, visit our website at www.smalltalkcounseling.com. Let's start the show. Welcome back to another episode of The Emerald Couch. This is your host, Dr. Lakeitha Poole, back with a mini-sode for you. It's episode 47, but mini-sode because I think this will be pretty short and sweet and to the point. Um, but of course, as always, if you are continuing to listen and have subscribed, we thank you for always tuning in. If this is your first time, make sure that you hit that subscribe button so that you don't miss updates um, in future episodes. Of course, um, your feedback is always appreciated. If there are topics or things that you guys would like to discuss, please let us know. Um, you can subscribe on Apple Podcasts and SoundCloud. You can also rate us on those. Um, and then follow us on social media for all of the latest updates. So that's at Go Small Talk Counseling on Instagram. Um, and then on Facebook, that's facebook.com slash small talk counseling. If you're interested in more of what's going on at our practice, just in general, um, or looking for support services um, for a therapist, whether it's us or us referring you to someone, please make sure you check out our website, www.smalltalkcounseling.com and share it on your social media pages so that people can get more engaged in mental health topics um, and discussions. So I call this episode a mini so because I don't think I will spend a ton of time, one, because you should have been there. Um, so part of what I wanted to discuss today was sort of a recap um, of my experience this past weekend at the 2019 Black Out Loud conference. Um, it was such a great experience here in Baton Rouge. This was the second annual conference. Um, I think the host um, and the organizers, which include Donnie Rose, his wife, Leslie, um, and their team of folks did an excellent job um, of just bringing something that was really, really needed to our community. And so for the second year in a row, um, they have really set the bar high um, for events and programming that is community-based, that is activism-based, that is health-based, um, and really just creating an opportunity for Baton Rouge to have something that we can cherish um, and watch and continue to grow. So um, I want to share just some recaps from the discussion that um, I was able to have with attendees. So I actually served as this year's keynote speaker, which was really exciting, um, even just to be able to get a platform to discuss mental health at such a great event um, and for it to be sort of the centerpiece of the event was pretty cool. So I want to 
share with you some of the nuggets that I shared with attendees, but obviously I'm not giving you everything because you should have been there. And so my hope is that you get there next year um, so that you too can experience that. So I want to make sure that I give you guys some insight um, on what we discussed. And and then um, obviously, if you guys have more questions about it, then make sure that you hit us up. Um, so one of the things that really came up as, uh, I guess, the center piece for the discussion was the stigma related to mental health within the Black community. And so my task was really to follow um, this amazing panel that they had that was full of both clinicians um, and people who have used mental health services to add to the conversation as it relates to unpacking kind of that stigma around mental health and why it lingers in our community and ultimately how it's contributing to our inability to break free of some of the systemic and environmental strongholds that have kind of plagued our communities for generations. And so um, I think one of the things that really stood out was, you know, just the basic statistics that we talk about on this show all the time. So of course we know some of the things related to our historical context around stigma and um, sort of a lack of, of openness to the world of psychology, even like the medical professional in general. And so we really had great discussions around that. Um, in particular, you know, I wanted to focus on some of the historical adversity um, that we faced um, in our community. And so really just thinking about how the trickle down effect of you know, poverty, homelessness, incarceration, slavery, um, substance abuse issues, it's all interrelated. And so it's basically created um, a, a pipeline to us seeing some of these issues now um, in our communities, but then also we have the stigma in which we don't want to speak about it. So then we can't fix it. Um, and so, of course, in spite of the the progress that's been made over the years, Racism continues to have a huge impact on mental health. Um, the negative stereotypes that we know, um, many have decreased, but sort of continue to occur um, with adverse consequences. And so we see this every day, every time we turn on the news, um, and we don't even have time, even if this wasn't a mini, so to go into more details about um, just the state that our, our nation is in right now. And so... Um, when we start to then flip this and, and move away from the historical context and more to the contemporary issues, um, we think about some of the ways in which negative treatment occurring within the medical world um, keeps people from seeking support. And so this includes not just those in the mental health fields, but medical professionals overall, who at one point um, in our history from, you know, the, the majority culture, um, was using black bodies for research without permission and establishing sort of this standard of being dismissive about our medical and our health concerns. And so because of this manipulative situation um, that was formed, it's kind of severed ties um, to the physical and mental health world that we know about today. And so, of course, if we're really honest, um, we know that in most of our homes, there wasn't ever much talk about kind of how to remedy some of the things that are considered mental health concerns versus being able to maybe discuss some of the things that were huge by the time they became a point of discussion. And so in thinking about, you know, relationships and broken homes and sexual trauma and overindulgence, those are things that were happening in people's homes on the regular and no one was really talking about them. And so, of course, those 
the byproduct of those things are things like anxiety, depression, and other severe mental health issues. And so what typically was occurring in most homes was that these things were seen sort of as a myth and that you needed to rely more on maybe like your family ties or your faith um, in order to overcome them, which can totally be beneficial. Um, and you guys know from listening to the show that um, family and my spiritual beliefs are super important to me, but I also recognize um the inability for them to offer the skills part needed to make changes. And so um, I think just as we start thinking about a cultural shift that we really need to make, we have to figure out how to both increase and sustain uh, mental health um, and really being able to focus on what that can look like on a daily basis for us. And so I kind of focused on the three main areas that I think are really important because it's where we spend most of our time. Um, we spend most of our time with our thoughts, so our minds, um, our workplaces and environments, and then our spaces. So home, um, car, family, whatever that, that means to you when you define your space. Um, this is where, again, we spend most of our time and sort of designating these as safe places for us can really help in changing um, the way in which we're able to sort of navigate concerns when they come up. And so what I've enjoyed about getting to be a clinician and owning a private practice is really being able to talk with people. Um, and I think I've talked about this on the podcast as well, of the importance of having balance and boundaries. And so um, when we kind of work together with those, it really helps to create that shift that we need. It helps to erase stigma. Um, it really helps us to sort of rid ourselves of some of those toxic relationships and environments and spaces um, that are actually the cause of some of the mental distress that we might be going through. And so for a lot of people, that's really hard to hear, but it can definitely change your entire world. And, and so I think often the criticism that most people find when they're trying to make this shift is that it feels really hard because people around them then consider them to be cruel or cold or mean. Um, but instead, we really need to think about it as being something that's centered around um, sustainability, self-sustainability, but also self-preservation. And so in order to do that, we have to make seeking mental health services the norm. And so um, when we go back to kind of the, the first part of what I mentioned and we think about the idea that many of us try to say that, you know, well, the reason why we feel this way or that we think this way is because, you know, we're a part of these broken systems. And um, I usually always say, well, I don't necessarily know that the systems themselves are broken. I think they actually were working exactly as they were designed, uh, which was to be exclusionary, to be filled with bias, discrimination. And so in most cases, when we are speaking out of, about some of the things that are contributing to our poor mental health, um, we're often told to be silent or um, or forced into silence, sort of hiding a sense of pride or honor about our thoughts and our careers and the changes that we want to make to be better. Um, and that typically comes from people who don't necessarily have any pride or honor in their own history or culture or neighborhoods or careers or thoughts. And so um, when we are aware of this, then we get to do something about it. And so um, I share with the audience one of my favorite quotes by one of my favorite authors, Audre Lorde, that said, caring for myself is not self-indulgence. It is self-preservation. And that is an act of political warfare. And so when we think about this, this means that we have to start making the daily choice to put our well-being and our mental health first. Um, that's in all settings, all scenarios, all forms, any possible way that we need to do that, that we feel comfortable and confident 
in order to do that. And so oftentimes this means us not giving into imposter syndrome um, to put our health first. So the same way we would take that sick leave day, if we you know, had a stomach virus, if you are really not feeling like yourself and you need to get support, to be able to use that sick day for a mental health day is totally appropriate. I know I've said that on the show before, but I think it's really important. And so um, I hope that I left the group with some meaningful discussions around ways that they could continue to um, think about mental health differently than they may have learned growing up. Um, and so as we move forward, I hope that that discussion will really lead to some deeper conversations in people's household and their workplaces, um, among their families about how to make mental health a priority, um, as well as ways to think differently about changing our community as a whole to be more accepting, um, and understanding of what it means to be mentally well, um, so that we can live forward and, and accomplish the goals and the, the aspirations that many of us have, um, and just being able to make our dreams come true. So that's the quick and dirty version um, of what I shared with the Black Out Loud community for their annual conference. It was such a great experience. Um, and I do hope um, that even with that snippet, you are inspired to attend next year because you definitely should not miss it. Um, and it was a really, really, really great experience. So I'm going to keep flowing. I know we usually take a break right here, but I told you this would be a mini-sode. And so um, I just want to, we're not going to do an official um, signature segment, I guess, segment of, of the show this week. But I do want to, um, for a, a quick second, um, take a moment to acknowledge and to recognize and to pray for um, the victims and the family of the victims of the recent shootings this past weekend in El Paso and Ohio, um, and to know that our thoughts are with them. Um, I think, you know, this raises a huge question um, around domestic terrorism. Um, and I, I hear a lot of mental health issues being thrown around, but I think we really as a nation have to be more accountable to recognize that this isn't just about um, mental health. This is much bigger than that. And, and sort of these forms of violence are being incited uh, by words and actions um, of people in leadership. And so I think really being able to think differently about what that looks like matters. And so today I just want to take a quick second um, to make sure that we acknowledge those victims as well as their families um, before we ended this episode. And so we will pick right back up um, in two weeks for our, our typical show time and topic. Um, if you have any questions about what we discussed today um, in our, I guess the conference was Black Out Loud. So I guess this episode, I'm going to have to name it Mental Health Out Loud just to be able to make that connection uh, for you guys. But if you have questions, please make sure you submit them either on Instagram or on Facebook um, or on our website directly uh, through the Ask Dr. LP tab. And I'd be happy to answer those for you on the show. Or if you have a topic idea for an entire episode, please make sure you send those my way as well. As always, thank you for tuning in. If you have questions, make sure that you hit us up on social media, like, follow, and subscribe everywhere. And we will see you next time right here on the Emerald Couch.